I'm your host, Samaita Graver, and I want to welcome you to Truth, Salt, and Spice, the podcast where you will find conversations steeped in biblical truths, sprinkled with salt, and a dash of spice thrown in, you know, for good measure. Hey, girl. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. It's chilly, and I am literally in my bed recording this. I'm I'm like it it's cold. Um, it but I started my day. I've been uh I decided I was going to paint the house room by room. So, I got one room down. I got the other one about 3/4 done. And uh so I actually started the day with painting. So I was doing trim this morning. And um, uh-huh. That is that. So, yeah, I'm keeping myself busy. I guess if I stay inside, the cold outside won't bother me so much. <laughs> <laughs> well, that well, hey, that's nice and night. Keep warm. Stay warm. Yeah. Um, you're gonna have to put your phone on do not disturb, or if you get a call, <clears throat> excuse me, we're gonna get cut off. Oh yeah, I think it's on, but let me just double check. It is on. Great. Okay. Mm-hmm. I just heard of something vibrate, so I thought it was your phone. Anyway. So what do we have to talk about Thanksgiving, girlfriend? Um, I know you've had a lot of stuff going on in your life. My life is pretty. I'm just being bratty because I hate the cold. So I'm just <laughs> being, you know, all um, wimpy. And um, But things are, things are pretty good here. Well, that is good. I mean, yeah. Thanksgiving is next week. I don't know how I got here this fast, but it, it is here. I actually got confused. Is it this week? No, it's not this week. It's next week. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I don't know how it got here this fast. I, you know, as what's very interesting is as, you know, very unexpected and weird and crazy and up and down as 2020 has been, I felt like it has, like, it is raced by. I thought it would be like the longest year because of everything that's, you know, been going on, but it, it it's moved very quickly. Yeah. So, yeah, it has actually for me too. Yeah, the holidays are here. I don't know what happened. (laughs) I agree. Oh, like this COVID thing started in March and we're already in November and it just seems to have flown by. Yeah. Yeah. So, which I'm grateful, I guess. Yes, absolutely. Because it could be just dreading day by day. Yeah. And I think that that's the, you know, I think the beauty in the midst of right all this um, pain and chaos and confusion is that we really see um, how God continues to move things and us along. It's really how we respond or react, right, to, to the moment, what's happening. Um, and oh, hold I on think- a second. This is, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh, well, you know what? I'm not even going to delete this. So you guys know. Yeah. Uh, Come here. (laughs) This is real life. Yes, you. It is real life. I made some cupcakes. And with over, I'm recording a podcast just so you know. No, you didn't know. I had told her to send them up after I recorded the podcast. I guess she didn't get the text. Can you get, send three cupcakes down with them? One for Ginger and one for Lacey and, and Lucas. All right, thanks. 
All right. So we're back. <laughs> so I'm trying to get rid of cupcakes. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So I'm sending cupcakes with the neighbors. Anyway, so back to you, darling. I got that distracted me. No, it's, it's okay. I was saying it's, mm-hmm. you know, the beauty of, of things that happen, right? Like all the things that we've been facing in the midst of it, you know, God is really showing us how we, you know, what happens in our, right, the way we either react or respond to the moment. And I think where so many of us had a really hard time pivoting, that now that we're nearing the end of the year, the question still looms is, what are you going to do? How will you end, right? And I think the the, the great thing about this month is to say, hey, not just because there's a day called Thanksgiving, but that I need to adopt a, a, a way of living that remains in a posture of gratitude and thanksgiving consistently, regardless of the moment, the time, the climate, the season, right? We talked about seasons last time. Mm-hmm. Um, but that in all things, despite what it looks like, I am grateful because I'm still here. My family is here. You know, what? whatever we've lost, we've gained. The fact of the matter is, is that we are still here and there is still a good fight to fight and there's still a race to finish. I love that. I love that perspective because if we just go by how we feel now and yeah. now I tend to just not focus on, on what I, the, I don't tend to focus on, on what goes on. So the reality is we are in a pandemic um, and, and people are dying. People are getting sick. Mm-hmm. People are losing um, income. People are losing dreams of businesses they worked so hard for. And because, you know, they're being shut down, they have to shut down. They've gone bankrupt, um, may not be able to come back. You know, there's a lot of loss. Yeah. Um, school dreams, sports, you know, things that mm-hmm. people just, you know, all that stuff. So I do not want to... Um, dismiss any of yeah. of that for for those that and real life let's 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 not forget i think we've been so focused on all the demics right the pandemic mm-hmm. the racial epidemic that we have almost forgot that there's still just life happening people are dying not because of certain right just the na- the cycle of life yes things are still happening you know mm-hmm. um but i just don't tend to focus on those things yeah Um, and so I just kind of take a day at a time. Well, I can't do this because of this, then I'll just do something else. You know, that's just kind of how I work. Um, and if I can't do that and, you know, I, I like to stretch the boundaries definitely of of my limits, um, as much as I can. So if I can't do this, then Mm. I'll just cry and go do this, you know, and and just, you know, go with the flow in a sense. Um, however, um, I will say that this time with political unrest as well, um, I have learned to not be dragged with that flow in the sense of where's, you know, the hope, right? Yeah. And we were talking about that last night on our meeting. And, you know, I think of why are we, we can't, in order to be this hopeless, I think we've, we, we then forget that who God is. Mm-hmm. And then we forget to remember what he has done 
to remember who he has shown up as. We we forget to remember who he says we are and then live in that gratitude that he is consistent. He is never changing and to find hope in that. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, and it's just a season. I just don't live. um, There have been very few instances in my life that I have been hopeless in. Ironically, God has redeemed um, most of them. (laughs) And I'm not saying that some, you know, aren't redeemable. It's just they're in progress or, you know, whatever it is. Um, So the story is still being written. Let's just say that. Mm -hmm. And, um, And I'm just grateful that I serve a God or have a God that loves me that is consistent in that way. Um, and that gives me peace. And, you know, I feel sad um, that people get so caught up in, in what happens that they still can't find um, the peace, you know, that the Prince of Peace even offers. You know, Jesus said, you know, I leave you my peace. Um, and it, it was given freely to us. What do you have to add to that or say? Because I feel like I'm kind of rambling, going in circles. No, I'm no, thinking no, out loud. No. I, no, it's great thoughts. I think there's two things that come to my mind. I think number one, I don't really think that as a as a whole, we've really been taught um, what Jesus pieces pieces versus what the world's you know um, mm. pseudo pieces, right? So, you know, we can read in Philippians, right, that, that the peace of God surpasses understanding and is a guard for our hearts and our mind. And, and so often we are trying to remain in a place of understanding and using our intellect instead of allowing, right, the peace of God to surpass what we think we know, what we are trying to figure out, right, and guard our hearts and minds from falling into right? The, the world's perspective. So um, one of the things I have been talking about recently um, in teaching our fellowship is, right, the Bible says this, we are, um, we are in the world, but we're not of it, right? Yeah. And so many of us don't live in of perspective. We still live in. And so the, the thing is, if I'm in a thing, I can't really, really see what I'm in. When you're of something, you're on the outside, able to look in with a different perspective. So our perspective is never supposed to be in, it's supposed to be of. So I'm here going through, right? I'm in this world. So everything that is happening right now, and it's, it's basically what you just said, everything that is happening right now, everything that's going on, I see it. I, I, I recognize it. I can't turn away from it, right? Yeah. But because I'm not in, I'm of, then I go to the one who created me to then give me an of perspective, which is always seated in, in heavenly places, right? Which is always from a different lens, a different view, a different hope, a different gratitude, a different mercy, a different grace. And it allows, right? And I'm like, okay, God, let me see what I need to see. Let me know what I need to know. And let me not fall prey to being in when I'm supposed to be remaining in a posture of. And when I'm in that consistent posture, then I'm not consumed by what I'm in. Yeah. Because if I'm in, then I'm starting to, right, take on the language of everyone in. That is not the language, right, of, of, of citizens of the kingdom. There's a kingdom language and then there is, right, a, a societal language. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So 
right? There's kingdom perspective, then there's a world perspective, right? There's kingdom word, you know, speak the way we speak. Life and death is in the power of our tongue. And many of us have been speaking death language during this time when we were supposed to be speaking life, you know? So I definitely think what you're saying is absolutely the truth. People are like, are you watching the news all the time? Nope. I'm not. I get the information I need to know, <laughs> and I shut that thing off because I have watched this year bring draw Christians out of position. When I think we were supposed to be more of a hope and a place of healing, we we locked arms with fear, doubt, and confusion. You know, it's just now, oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were saying. done. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Here's what I'm not saying. We all have our moments, don't mm-hmm. right? But I can't live there. Yeah, right. So I have the moment. I see it. I go. I bring the moment to God. I'm like, okay, right. I'm feeling these things. I'm seeing these things. Give me a heavenly perspective. Give me a kingdom perspective because there are going to be brothers and sisters when they're weak that I'm, I need to be strong. That I need to sharpen iron when they, right? Like we need to stay in it. Like our conversations always, for me, give life when we're done because we're, right, we're sharpening each other. We're speaking Um, the same language we're trying to encourage other people but if I stay on the posture of you know what all this just sucks it was the worst year ever I just can't wait for 2021 then I am also missing everything that God needed me to see know and learn in the midst of all of this yeah and I you know it, it it's really hard to see you know what we're what we're learning in the middle of it right because when you're in the middle of a storm you know, you're just trying to make sure that, you know, you know, let's just I'm more so I'm going to use analogy of, you know, if you were in a storm out in sea, you're just trying to make sure you don't drown. So I get that. And right. I've been there. So it's not like yeah, I'm, you know, speak absolutely. from a superior. <laughs> absolutely. Um, no, come you know, on, we're still human. But we're still human. Of, you know, how many opportunities have we had during this pandemic? Like we were all home. You know, and so we weren't really supposed to be, you know, socializing necessarily, but, you know, it was easier to, yeah. to you know, text the neighbor and say, hey, how are you guys right. doing? What's going on? Can I get anything yeah. for you? You know, yeah. in the beginning, I remember, you know, I would be baking or my neighbor was baking and we would do the little six feet drop off thing, you know, air hug, whatever. Right. And she'd go home and I said, yeah. she'd drop stuff off and um, which, you know, I've lived here for years and, uh, you know, our families are close ish, but considering that we live so close, we don't hang out as much. Um, but, you know, that, that kind of opened the door for more closeness and different things like that, just taking care of other people and um, slowing down um, as well because we're just so, like, I'm so grateful for some of that because I've actually, yeah. you know, when things loosen up a bit, I was actually able to hang out with more people and do more things with people because they weren't busy. And it was good to know people, you know, meet the person right but i was gonna say that um i was listening to this podcast i really enjoy it's called after class podcast and it's these three professors from a college out midwest can't remember right now but they're excellent theologians um and you know they were talking about this whole political thing and they were saying you know we forget that you know we are citizens first of the kingdom of god yeah and if that doesn't come Mm -hmm. first being a citizen of america anywhere else in this in the world really does not matter we, you know, we, we represent the kingdom of God and Jesus. And, um, and so, you know, I, I, I sat there and I was like, oh, if we could, you know, start leaning that way and embracing that more so that we could have this, I'm God that knows all 
is everywhere, you know, omnipotent, omnipresent, um, you know, all these omnis, right? And yeah, knowing that he has everything in the palm of his hands. And I don't want to use, yeah. you know, there's this cliche of, you know, God is in control, whatever that people for some reason tend to hate, I guess, because, you know, people take things and abuse them, but he is. And no matter how much yeah. we freak out, how much fear we're in, how much re- knee jerk reacting we do and, and, you know, do things we're not really supposed to because we're doing things out of, you know, faithlessness or whatnot, it's still going to turn out in the end, we, we've lost vision of, we know how the story ends. Jesus comes back in the throne. Satan is defeated. <laughs> you right. know, and we get to be in heaven, you know, for the rest of our lives. That's, that's you know, future, future thinking. And, um, and I'm just, it, it gives me peace. And I'm grateful for knowing that no matter what, we know how the story ends. We need to represent well while we're here and, and, you know, and yeah. love as best as we can. Um, so yeah. it's, it's, yeah, it's been interesting for sure. It's been interesting. Yeah. And, and, you know, I have felt bad at, at times, not really. <laughs> so what have you felt? <laughs> so I'm just saying this for the people because we're on this podcast. Sorry. <laughs> but I have, I was so I was, now let me be very clear. I have not been grateful for COVID, the disease no. at all. I was very grateful for this moment in time where we were all called away. I think, unfortunately, too many of us missed what God was trying to get. And I'm not saying get out of us globally, but personally, because we didn't do what you've done, right? It's kind of found, looked for the peace, right? Looked for not, not linged you know, really heavily into a lot of things. Now, am I saying that we're wrong for doing that? No, I'm saying now in this month of, right, of the, the, we're, we're moving into fall, that we've got an extra hour. Thank you, Jesus, for the extra hour of sleep. Um, but now that we're heading into this, right, these last two months that are usually very joyous times, right, for, for the world because we're celebrating the holidays and, um, and, and centering, you know, gathering together, you know, I think this is a really important time for us to really look at what God did spare, what God did cover, what God did protect, what is still remaining, right? What still de- deserves praise and rejoicing. Um, because I think that if we can, can get our praise back, right, over the little things. Right. You know, if it, it, I'm not there, I'm not talking about just the, the little things that, you know, um, even if it's someone who lost their job, but they've been able to to get unemployment. You know what I'm saying? Like just the little things that somebody else wasn't able to do. Maybe it's just that you you've started to walk, you know, exercise during this time. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe you've just you've read books you wanted to read. Maybe you've gotten closer to your kids. Maybe you want your kids to go back to school, but you're grateful that you're, you know, that y'all are working it out the best that you can, right? Whatever it is, I think this is just such an an op, um an uh, an opportune time to put on the 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 garment of praise, right? For that spirit of heaviness, we've been heavy. It's a heavy year, 
but we need to put on that garment of praise. We need to allow the peace of God to really um, overwhelm and overtake us. You know, our hearts and minds can really be guarded. And I'm telling you, I have been grateful this year. I have I have seen so many things come to life in the midst of so many things dying, dying around mm-hmm. us. So, you know, it, it reminds me that in the midst of it all, there is still resurrection power. You know, it's just what are, there are some things, and I'm not talking about people, so nobody write, write us in. Hear me. There were some things that needed to die this year in our lives, right? Some old habits right? Some old things yep. that we needed to, to bury. Um, and But then there were some things that we needed to resurrect, some things we needed to launch, some things we needed to get excited about. But the heaviness of life might have, sto- have stolen your praise. And so I just feel really strongly like we need to con- encourage some people to, and I'm not talking about a praise break in the church. I'm not talking about yeah. my 30 second praise break. I'm not talking about, you know, a shout with a song. But what I'm talking about is this inner, this inner joy because you look around and realize, God, you've still done so many things. Despite the heaviness, you've still protected my mind. You still kept my marriage, you right? Yeah. Like things that that I think, unfortunately, we haven't had so much of a lens on because our eyes have been on so much of loss and death and, you know, and heaviness. I know. And it's interesting because I know that maybe somebody that's listening or, you know, hopefully um, could share with somebody else, you know, it's really hard yeah to focus on these things where you think about it when you're going into the middle of it, you know, like some people are actually, their marriage fell apart or, you know, their children are struggling in school. You know, there's all this, all these things that are going on that do not make us think of being grateful. And this is when I think of, um, I think of, uh, Ann Voskamp. Um, I don't know if, if, uh, You've heard of her, follow her at all, whatever. Oh, yeah. um, I love how she writes. I I, I can't, mm-hmm. I, I don't follow her. Um, when I'm l- learning stuff, I need things to be more black and white. And she's very poetic. But if I want to read something yes. just beautiful, she's the one to go to. She's just a beautiful writer. Um, yeah. But she has this book, not but, and she has this book called um, 1,000 Gifts. Mm-hmm. And I just think of, mm-hmm. you know, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, the focus on, it, to be able to write down 1,000 things that you see that, yeah. you know, are just those little miracles of life. Um, you know, I wonder how often we take uh, for granted just a sunrise and, or a sunset. Yeah. Um, you know, the it, taking a walk and just seeing nature and just creatures mm-hmm. or just different things. And, you know, focusing on what goes on around us that we have no influence yeah. or hand in that just happen and right. we don't see and we don't, you know, we take for granted. Like we have no power in the Absolutely. sun rising or falling. We have no power right. in the leaves changing in the fall. Um, uh, maybe we have some power on, you know, our gardens because we water them. But, you know, when we have things out in the wild, um, you know, there are trees blooming and, and we have nothing, you know, to do with that. Mm-hmm. And just focusing on things that are outside of our power and, no, you know, just reminding us that there is a bigger power around us making things happen 
and you know, and not mm-hmm. focusing so much, you know, looking looking in, but not inward, just, you know, just focusing on self. Or is it looking down, yeah. navel gazing? Is that what it's called? I'm bad with sayings. I butcher them a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so if I said that wrong, but hopefully you guys catch my drift. It's just like this me, yeah. me, me, me thing. Um, yeah. But, you know, it's it's easier to be grateful when you're just looking outward. Um, yeah. Uh, on, yeah. On what's going on in the world that we are not, we're here, we're participating in it because we get to, but we don't mm-hmm. really have any control over it. Um, we can stand out there and will it not to be in it will never not, <laughs> not happen right. um, at yeah. all. And enjoying those little things um, in life, you know, uh, going to a Creek and just watching it flow. Uh, you know, it just, that's just yeah. how it goes. How does a Creek know which way to flow? You know, it doesn't yeah. have a brain, doesn't think. And those things to me just fascinate me and, and the awe, I think we've forgotten to be in awe of, of things too. And just being grateful for, things that we can't explain or the why, yeah. you know, God made them a certain way. Um, I love children because they explore things and they look at things with such awe and wonder. Um, and, you know, when they squeal about just discovering things, um, you know, that childlike heart, I think we need a lot more of that in order to have that posture of gratitude. Um, even when things are devastating, hard, you know, falling apart. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. No, it's really true. So, like, for instance, right now, I am in um, Tennessee, and I'm in this uh, the guest bedroom, um, and I am, the view that I'm sitting out is, is acres and acres of land behind me. And as you were talking, I, I started smiling because you're talking about everything I can see right now outside of a creek. But there's leaves on the ground, there's big trees, there's, you know, colors and it reminded me years ago, um, 2000, this had to be 2003, I was visiting my friend in LA. I ended up moving to LA right after that. But we went on a hike in um, Pasadena. And so her mom and I were on a hike, her mother and her um, both um, 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 teachers of the word, very, very great teachers of the word. And so she was like, well, let's, her, her mom was like, let's all split up. And let's just go spend some time, right? Like find a place, spend some time with the Lord. And so we kind of separated and I found this rock and I, I sat down on the rock. And while I was sitting there, you know, I'm just thanking God for this moment. And all of a sudden, I, this, this, I don't know. And I, till this day, I do not know what this butterfly showed up, but the blood butterfly kept going around and around in this circle, almost like. There was a string attached to it and it was just dancing in front of me. Mm. And it just kept circling, 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 circling. And a lot of your, our, you know, our people here on, on this podcast may not know that I sing. I'm a songwriter. I have albums. And so when I was sitting there and I started to watch the um, butterfly dancing, I literally started to write this song. And one of the, and the funny part is I've, it's a song I sing to myself all the time, I've never recorded, but in the bridge of the song, it, I said, um, so basically it was like looking at nature, praise God, that like when I saw that butterfly, to me, that butterfly was praising God. Mm. And, and so um, one of the lines said, like the trees um, 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 dancing in the wind, like the leaves, I'm sorry, like the trees bending 
in the wind, like the leaves dancing in the breeze, like butterflies that soar up to the sky. So will I. So will I. Mm, Amen. Because the truth of the matter is, right, nature, when when I see the trees wave, right, when I see the falls leave, when I see the birds fly, it, it it's 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 this expression right like that through because here's the difference many animals in nature don't have the type of coverings of homes we have right like some have to burrow under the ground some have to you know birds make nests in trees but they're still open to so many elements that could wipe them out or destroy them yeah right and yet they move so freely, right? They they live, right? Yeah. Like when you see a little squirrel hopping the tree to tree to tree, you know what I mean? And I'm like, wow, the perspective and the, that they have because they've actually realized the beauty that they're, they're a part of. Like, we, I don't know how many of us take for granted trees and mountains. I grew up in California. Okay. There are mountains everywhere. I never paid attention. <laughs> When I moved to the East Coast and people would find out I was from California, the first thing they would say is, oh, my God, the mountains are so beautiful. And I literally was like, what, what mountains? What mountains? <laughs> Girl, you can't you can't live anywhere in California without knowing, seeing the mountains, right? And I literally like, what? Right. So I'm thinking like, what mountains are they talking about that I've never been to? Like, you know, well, even like, driving to LA, going over like to Malibu, you have to go over that ridge well, there. <laughs> well, I'm from Northern California. We have, oh my God. Yeah. So you got Napa. Like, we have many mountains. But this is how, but if you think about where you were born and mm-hmm. raised, and when a person comes to visit, they do things that you don't do because you've taken for granted that this is just where I live. Mm-hmm. Right. So I lived in New York for years. My friends' parents came in to town and they were like oh we want to see you and I was like oh great they were like we want to go we're going to go to the Empire State Building meet us there have you been there and I'm like no and they were like why not I was like because I live here <laughs> like why would I go to the I live here now when I went I was so grateful they had come because I was like this was amazing but I would not have gone to a tourist right spot because I live there and I think sometimes we need to start looking at our lives like tourists like, I need to appreciate the things that I actually, that I, I, are accessible to me, mm-hmm. right? Like taking a walk, like going to the botanical garden in my area or the arboretum in my town, right? Like, I'm a tea girl, so I always find a tea spot or a place I can have, you know, um, afternoon tea. Like, things that we love that I think we just throw to the side because we're like, well, this is just where I am. This is what it is. And we haven't even explored our own backyard. Yeah. Because then you, I think we'd have a girl, when I go home now, I'm like, there's mountains. <laughs> Look at the mountains. Have you gone to the Redwood Forest yet? <laughs> no, nah, I'm not. <laughs> what do you mean but, you're not going there? No, I'm not going to the Redwood Forest, no. <laughs> so you're not a nature girl per se. No, 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 no. I do like nature, but I like... um. <laughs> Like I love um in the in Nevada they have red rock uh-huh. like I yeah. love like I I love a certain type of thing okay. if that makes sense it's not that I don't love nature yeah. I just am a different kind of nature girl um 
But yeah, like if I, I like I want to hike to a waterfall. I don't want to hike just to be saying I sweat for an hour. Like, I'm, I'm gonna and there has to be a prize at the end. I don't want to. Yeah, I need that. Yeah, because I almost killed myself in Puerto Vallarta hiking for two hours, but we got to the waterfall. Yeah, okay? I hear you. And but on my way back, I we I slipped and I almost knocked my head off. But I was like, hey, I would have seen a waterfall. So if I died here. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I can relate because I've I've actually hiked yeah. to volcanoes just to see the lava yeah. flowing out of the side. Exactly, of the- exactly. Like I've been to Hawaii. We go straight to the volcano. Like I'm not kind of right. Like the the things you probably should yes. do. Like I have a friend now. That I will never do this, but her like her most exciting thing is she wants to chase a tornado. I think that's insane. oh that would be so cool. <laughs> oh, see, and I'm like, ma'am. Now here's the problem. Yeah. She's one of the most clumsy. Yeah, she would she would I fall right into it. Be, I told her. I said you'd be chasing trip and get swallowed up by the tornado. But but she'd go the way she wanted to. Oh, right? That's great. She'd be grateful. She would be. Uh, so don't excited. believe me. I mean, I'd be I'd be shaking in my boots. But that would be amazing. Yeah. That's crazy. To me. <laughs> okay, listeners out there, don't chase tornadoes. Okay. <laughs> You know, one of the movies, which actually my oldest son, it's, I think, his favorite movie. He still watches it. But whenever it comes on, is that Twister, that cheesy movie? Twister. Oh, my okay. gosh. I'm great like, yes. Movie. I would love to it's do a that. Great movie. But again, <laughs> they were trained. I'm not talking to the people who are not trained. It's getting in your truck and following. That is not wisdom. Let's go no, back to wisdom. See. Yeah. Right? I, but all of us have mm-hmm. these things. Right, that excite us, and 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 I think you know those are some big things. But I I do think that we can't let, or let me say this: if you've let, don't let the rest of 2020 steal your excitement, your joy, your praise, or your gratitude. Mm, amen. Don't say that again. Say it, it again. Do it. Don't let 2020, the end of 2020, steal your excitement your joy your praise or your gratitude amen because here's the thing you can cook the turkey and you can have the family sitting together but if all you all are going to talk about is trump not you know conceding the the death toll rising you know what i mean shutdowns maybe back again then it once then you we're missing the moment that god has given the fact that even if it's only 10 of us that can get together, guess what? We're together. Yeah. If, if thank us, if, Hey, thank God we have food to eat. Thank God we were able to sit together. Let's laugh. Let's joke. Let's watch Twister and have an insane conversation about following tornado. <laughs> Instead, right? <laughs> it, right. Instead. But you know what I'm saying? Yes, I do. Put, put, put your, Like, if I could say anything, let's put our praise and gratitude meter to, like, a million. Like, let's not wait for Thanksgiving the day. Yeah. Let's just start now. Like, what I, my mother last year had six strokes back to back to back to back. Oh, my gosh. Okay. The level of hits, she should have been paralyzed. She should have brain damage. All these things. The only thing was each time, right, she was back resetting, right, her body, another stroke would come. So at the beginning of COVID, I had to get my mom, you know, my mom's faculties, mine, everything, but we had to get her back walking, whatever, 
all of January, she had been a really great um, um, rehab place. But the beginning of COVID, I still had to like get her up, get her changed, get her dressed, you know, get her food. Da, 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 da. My mother this week, we just put her in her own apartment. Oh, praise God. Right. Mm-hmm. In a, in a, in a, in a independent, like senior, yeah, yeah. Know, senior community, but it's her own place. There's nobody taking care of her that, right. She's now on her walker. She can get her breakfast. Thank God they serve her two meals or whatever. But she, I saw her literally come back during COVID. A time where she, it could have really depressed her, right? Because now she can't go anywhere. She couldn't see anybody because I was like, hey, guys, you can't come over, right? Mm -hmm. System compromise. You know what I'm saying? It was three of us in the house because my husband was in another state. And for the first three months, we all had to stay where we were. But my mother advanced during a time that realistically, we made our house a house of gratitude. We would play when it was time for her to walk or exercise. We would play all her Motown favorites. You know what I mean? And she would be dancing to I heard it through the grapevine. Right? Mm-hmm. Like we're, 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 we, we had stopped the house. My niece was cooking lunch. I would do dinner. You know, we were just, we made that house a bubble of praise and gratitude. And I protected it because I understood that my mother physically was in a fragile state. But that if we did not allow the peace of God, the praise and the rejoicing that we are as a faith family live in that house, she could have slipped backwards because she was isolated. And here's the thing, guys, we can't thrive or heal in isolation. No. Well, as Christians, we're not supposed to be isolated, even as Christians. That's the other thing. That's the other thing, right? Um, And so I had to make our house, right, like the, the party central, praise central, gratitude central. Were we tired? Absolutely. Did we get on each other's nerves at times? Absolutely. Because, right, it's just the nature. It's just the nature, right? Like, she want to stay up till one. Ma'am, you got to go to bed. This is ridiculous. But <laughs> other than that, right, I watched her thrive. So in the midst of so much loss, we lost my great aunt. You know, I just lost my niece last week. In the midst of big losses, we also saw God move in miraculous ways. And so in the midst of pain, I still could rejoice because I saw God move. But I also knew my response, my reaction was going to dictate results. And what kind of results did I want? I wanted the ones God promised me because his word doesn't return void. Yeah, I also think of I was having this conversation with somebody recently Um you know, that a lot of, of the reactions that we're having is because um, this is the major thing, like, socially that has happened in a lot of years. Yeah. And so people have don't have the resilience to deal with it because they haven't learned how to persevere. And, you know, and I Absolutely. think of that scripture, which ironically, the girls and I just discussed in this one that just uh, this episode that just um, went live. And now I can't remember. But, you know, um, um you know, when we go through trials, it, it molds us and it, it teaches us, it creates wisdom, you know, and, and we learn how to deal with hardships. And it's another opportunity on the other side of things to be able to see that we are going to be okay. We may be scuffed yeah. up. 
we may be bruised and scarred and whatnot, yeah. but you know, it, it's going to be okay. And when we think of, of different things through history, we had the Cold War and we had, um, you know, gas rations and we had the Great Depression and, yeah. you know, the uh, we had that uh, whole um, when the um, stock market fell a couple of years ago, whatever, you yeah. know, um, mm-hmm. we've had a, a few things that have affected, but it hasn't affected uh, not like that. Yeah, the the and and well, yeah, we haven't this lived through this pandi- right? A pandemic, yeah. right? That was, you know, the next. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, we can look to the future. Then, after this passes, mm-hmm. because this too shall pass, and then we're right. like, oh, well, this is what happened with, you know, us, and then this is how we dealt with it, and this is, you know, what we do, right. and we learn from it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I think, I think what's just so troubling is that we're so busy accusing people and just attacking people because they're not mm-hmm. doing things the way that we think they should do it. Right. Um, and it's just this amount of control and trying to control other people's lives is really disturbing. Yeah. Um, because yeah. even if it's for the good of everybody, what I find disturbing is the amount of emotional breakdown that it's causing people because they're allowing themselves to be so bothered by the actions or inactions of others. Right. Like we can't control people. Like God doesn't even control us. He gives us free will. You know, you try to share, you try to educate, you try to, you know, talk to people love it. Then you got to let people do what they're going to do. Yeah. And, um, you know, I find it very interesting that, you know, for the greater good, like I hate this whole mask thing. Anybody ask me, they know, but I will do it. I'll do it. Yeah. I'm not a medical professional. I'm not an ep- epidemiologist. Uh, what is it? Epidemiologist. I can't say it in English. Epidemiologist. Thank you. <laughs> I can say it in Spanish, but I can say it in English. Um, right. You know, so I, I can't go around arrogantly thinking that the mask won't help or won't help whatnot. But this is what, you know, the authorities on this earth are telling me to do. So, okay, right. fine. I'll do it. You know, no problem. Yeah. But those that aren't doing it or they're willing, I'm just kind of like, can you please do it? But, you know, let's just move on. I'm not going to lose my peace <laughs> over it. If you're not going to wear right. a mask, just stay over there. I'll just stay over here and you live your life right. and I'm going to live right. mine. Right. You know, no problem. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then if you got all get infected. I'm not going to talk about you, yeah. but I'm just not going to be yeah. by you. And like That's if you it. all get infected, then you get infected and then you just move on. And then you get infected. You know. Right. Um, yeah. So, and those that aren't wearing masks are very vocal about it. If you know they don't wear masks, don't hang out with them either. You're not going to get it if you don't Absolutely. hang out. <laughs> Right. Yeah. If you don't hang out, you're all good. Um, and just, you know, be, you know, be at peace, um, you know, with that. Uh, But it's just, we are so willing to give away our peace over the actions of others that it's just, just like, Oh, please don't because you'll end up sick in other ways. Yep. And that person may never get COVID. (laughs) Or they may never actually give it to other people. And Absolutely. you're still going to be, you know, your nerves are going to be shot. Um, forget yeah. about creating the discord and, and the animosity to go along with it. And we're not supposed to. You know, that scripture in yeah. Matthew 5 about, you know, calling your brother Raka and, um, you mm-hmm. know, same as committing murder. Um, has just, it comes to my mind almost every day. Almost yeah. every day. Just like people... We are not living as Christians. Yeah. When it comes to politics, when it comes to this COVID thing, 
we oh, are not God. loving and we're not even supposed to be enemies, but let's just say we are treating each other like enemies. So I'm just going to assume you yeah. think we're enemies and we're not even treating <laughs> our enemies yeah. like we're supposed to. We're Absolutely. supposed to be treating each other with love. And, um, yeah. and so, uh, yeah, it's, the whole thing is just baffling to me. Um, yeah. we, we need to go back to basics. Christianity 101. Absolutely. Back to basics, back to basics. But it's been an opportunity, you know, for me when I think of, I've been able to, you know, just be home. The kids are, you know, on and off. Now there have been a few cases up in the high school. So they're both, um, well, one is home doing cyber school. The other one, um, because they're doing um, technology, CTC, uh, he has to go in in the afternoons. But that school has been pretty good. Um, so he goes half days and half days he's here at home. And then my daughter's, you know, full time here. Uh, but, you know, I'm grateful for even technology uh, to be able, yeah. you know, some parents can't just go and buy curriculum and do whatever. And it's just nice to be able to have something ready for them to, you know, even if it's inconvenient because of work, Absolutely. to be able to have yeah. uh, some you know, amount of education online. But even if that didn't work, like we've homeschooled, uh, we'd yeah. be able to just pick it right on up and, and move on. Um, actually, I think I still have a bunch of uh, high school math books that I had collected through the years. I, I can't, I can't get rid of. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, Hilarious. you can, you, you can do, you can educate kids well on very little. I learned through, oh, through homeschooling, yeah. so um, yes. and with not a lot of uh, fanfare uh, as well. But you know, just focusing on those things. The school district did well. They transferred. I know their school districts didn't, but by now people kind of haven't, you know, gotten their thing together and education's still moving on. And I guess in my perspective, when I think if I go to Guatemala a lot on, on service trips and how they've been, you know, struggling, trying to get the kids educated. Yeah. Forget it. It's, it's a disaster. Um, yeah. And because uh, we, you know, part of having uh, founded and, and get going a, a bilingual school. Well, a lot of those people don't have any internet and trying to get the girls, you know, to still have some kind of English even. And it, it's just, they've done the best they can, but yeah. um, I don't even know. It's just, it's basically kind of a lost year in a sense, sure. academically. Um and I think, you know, people are afraid of their children being behind, but like behind who? You're all in the same boat. They're all going to be behind, yeah. <laughs> except for the homeschoolers. Absolutely. I think the homeschoolers are going to be totally fine. But, you know, when we're yeah. talking about the, the public school kids and, and whatnot, all their peers in the same classroom, in the same school, they're all going to be the same. Nobody's going to be behind anything or anybody else. Yeah, um, I agree. Uh, or, or not by, by much anyway. And I guess yeah. there's always extreme circumstances no matter what. Because um, some parents really don't care, and maybe their kids yeah. aren't doing the schoolwork. But you know what? They wouldn't care if they went to school either. So they would still be behind their peers. Um, mm -hmm. So it's no different. Um, I think we just lose the big picture, for sure. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, I, I, I really love what you said just about taking in the rest of the year and not letting despair and whatnot. Yeah. Um, dominate the rest of it and just because we're not in control no but you know what i'm saying like we're not in control of it anyway we're not in control of what trump's gonna do biden's gonna do anybody's gonna do we're not in charge right of of how this 
you know, COVID is going to play out. We're not in charge. We're just not in charge. God is in control. And the, the, the beauty of, of the fact that God is sovereign means that no matter what's happening, he's in control. So if we trust him, like we say, if we believe him, like we say, then what we know is that God is for us and not against us. So despite what's happening, he's still in control. So Lord, I'm going to rejoice that you're still in control. I'm still rejoicing, right? Like, I, I, I thank you that you're in control. Because the truth of the matter is we ain't good at it. <laughs> nope. So thank God <laughs> that it is you that's in control. Thank God for this day I have, the breath in my lungs, the faculties of my limbs, the ability to see, hear, think, to smell, taste, touch. Thank you for, you know, if I'm single, thank you for, you know, me, my friends, my family, if I'm married for my spouse, if I have children, my children, right? Thank you for the the career I might have lost in COVID, but the career that you launched in COVID. Thank you for the dreams I let slip away that were that were reimagined in COVID, right? Thank you for people that friendships that were, you know, were were bonded more strongly during COVID or people that I, I didn't realize maybe needed to be moved around. You know what I'm saying? All the things that we just kind of have allowed all of the, the gloom and doom to keep our eyes on Lord for the rest of the year, my eyes are set on you and my eyes are going to be set on giving, not allowing the enemy, the moment, the time, the day to steal my joy, my praise, my gratitude, my peace, right? And my thanksgiving. Thanksgiving for the, for the follower of Jesus Christ is not, should never be relegated to a day, but should be a part of their life daily. Amen. For sure. <clears throat> I, um, I also wanted to add to that of allowing um, the rest of 2020 to be a time where we focus on learning to love again, yeah. especially when it's hard, because that's when it matters most. And loving, you know, those that think differently. And, you know, it doesn't mean that we set in for abuse or you know, be mistreated, like, you know, race or gender or, you know, any of that stuff. But it's a heart thing of returning to an inner spiritual sanctum in which we can, the world can see us again. Yeah. You know, people are so worried about how the United States now is, you know, how the other countries view us and how, you know, relations have been, you know, um, uh, cut off or upset or, you know, whatever, they're embarrassing. And I'm just thinking, let's just be more concerned about how we're being viewed as Christians. And, yes. you know, let's go back to finding that sacred place inside of love and thanking God that he is the fountain of eternal love because he is love. And then share that with others, regardless of where they stand on different things and how they behave, because love is not conditional. Um, it's not, we don't get to pick and choose how to love. I mean, the Bible yeah. tells us how to love. That doesn't mean it's a feeling in no moment. There's anything there about, you know, feeling butterflies in your stomach about anything. It's a posture of, of behavior. It's what you do with others. 
And I'm glad, speaking of gratitude, I am grat- grateful that we have the Bible that we can look to to instruct us and guide Absolutely. us. When we don't know what to do with our enemy or our neighbor or when we're feeling um, desperate and we don't know what to do in hardship, you know, there's scripture. There's a scripture for that. There's a scripture for that. <laughs> yeah. And I'm grateful that we, you know, God had the forethought to um, have men, you know, write things down so that we could have, you know, something more tangible to hold on to because he knew we would need it in these days. Back back in the Acts days, people just believed by faith. Now we need a little more. uh, We have the Bible and we're still struggling to believe, um, to believe him. So I'm most definitely grateful for that. And um, I'm going to take to heart what you're saying and keep on focusing on um, the rest of 2020. And, you know, 2021 is going to look a lot like 2020. So I hate to be realistic here, but yeah, man. Our, our attitudes, though, can be totally different. And we can bring in Absolutely. a new year with a whole different um, posture of Absolutely. love and um, patience and um understanding and grace can i read one scripture? absolutely so um i'm gonna read it out of the um passion translation but it's philippians 4 12 through 13 and it says i know what it means to lack and i know what it means to experience overwhelming abundance for i'm trained in the secret of overcoming all things whether in fullness or in hunger And I find that that strength of Christ's explosive power infuses me to conquer every difficulty. Amen. Amen. Because we are more than conquerors. We're more than conquerors. Oh, thank you, sis. It's always a pleasure chatting with you. It's always a pleasure chatting with you on this wonderful, spicy podcast. You have a wonderful Thanksgiving. I'm so grateful that your mama's doing better. That actually made my heart so happy. Oh, yes, me too. She's doing amazing. And thank you um, just for, you know, just for your heart and sharing, you know, consistently with others, the the love and light of Christ. It is, it's just an honor to serve, serve you and to serve with you. And I'm excited. You guys, you need to stay tuned for these <laughs> upcoming next three months. Oh, yes. Episodes are going to rock your world. Yeah, we had a little planning so, meeting. So, yeah. 2020, so just, we're coming in. We're coming hot. The spices, <laughs> the spices you're about to, the flavor. Get your palates ready, okay? If you have been used to a bland life, we are about to season your world, okay? <laughs> So a little adobo, a little sazon, a little jamon, a little, you know, obey, you know, all these different things, these flavors, these flavors are coming your way. So get ready to increase your appetite and your palate for the new year. Amen. 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 To God be the glory. Yes, girl. 